0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
1: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science?
0: Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula
1: companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made ByHeart a better formula for formula. Learn more at ByHeart.com.
2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mick Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love?
1: Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having?
2: Oh, it's got got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but to myself.
1: That goes without saying. But what dip?
2: Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip.
1: Yeah. But where can people get it?
2: So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, It's via participating restaurants only, 18 plus, rewards, registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. So see mcdonalds.com for full details.
0: A, that we love, a few
1: promotions, but end up
2: going down. Good evening and welcome to the Ayland and podcast. It is Thursday the 2nd of March. It's ten past eight and we are back with our one-a-weekers. It feels like an eternity since we last last had had this little break and we weren't reviewing and previewing in the same breath.
1: So Bez, how have you spent I, your week? I thought you were going forget to even do the introduction because I've been doing them all because they've all been review pods. I know yeah, I nearly did then. I was like, what, what's going on here? I thought yeah. that for a minute. I nearly went, Go I've, on, got man.
2: I've got it. We've done yeah. it. We're good. Yeah,
1: what have I done with my week? Been up work, obviously more work house has been decorated so the house is upside down but coming on really well really happy with it great job decorators doing and log fire's burning tonight because it's the first time i've sat in the living room since sunday i've managed to pull the cover back off my settee put me a little tally in so i've got a tiny tally with the darts on i've been cinema have you yeah went cinema on tuesday did you go with? Did you go with friend of the show, Jamie Kyle? I did. Friend of the show, Jamie Kyle, and friend of the show, James Simcox.
2: Oh, that, that was a riveting affair. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen Jamie's um, feedback on the based on true events story that
1: you went to watch. We did. We went watch Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Based on say, a true story, like you say.
2: Yeah. Nineteen eighty-five.
1: Yeah, was that a pl- it was placed on a plate? Was it a plane crash that?
2: Dro- dropped a load of coke, and the bear went mental.
1: Pretty much, in a nutshell, without giving yeah. the film away. But I looked at what happened, in, and what happened in real life was this plane's going over, and it's a drug-filled plane. And basically, the pilot says, "There's a problem with the plane. We need to kind of it's going to crash." So the bloke who's in the plane chucks all the cocaine out where they are, and then parachutes out. But in real life, and this is only the first five minutes of film, so it's not giving the film away. His parachute doesn't open. So right. he dies, and then all this cocaine's in the middle of the forest, and this bear ends up like eating 40 grams of cocaine. So in real life, what happened was, because I'd, I'd look after, because you have to, don't you? And yeah, real life, but... the bear just OD'd and died. All right, okay. But it's now stuffed in Knoxville. So if anyone goes to Knoxville, you can actually see cocaine bear, the real-life cocaine bear. But in the film, he goes off his tits and basically goes on a rampage.
2: Fair enough, because that, that's where it happen if I if uh, had too much coke, obviously. Well, so.
1: yeah. Uh, and review of it is, it was easy watching. It was funny in a few places, but it was trash and it was shit. But I stayed to did, the end. I was going to say, did you stay to the end and did you stay awake? Yeah, yeah stayed to the end and stayed awake. Did well. <laughs> it's better than some films you've watched then. <laughs> it's better than most I've watched this year. Yeah, that's That says it all then. But it still wasn't good.
2: Is there anything on the agenda coming up soon that you might actually think is any good?
1: Yes. Creed 3 is out tomorrow. Oh, Creed 3, yeah. Yeah, and then the week after the new Scream. Have they not overdone Scream? That's like saying, have they overdone? You can't overdo Scream.
2: Well, you can, because Scream's the same thing, isn't it? Cindy's there. She gets chased, she nearly gets killed, someone gives someone gives her a a, a a dodgy phone call. She finds a man in a mask, and then it's some random geezer that she knew twenty years ago. Yeah. It's it's not, I don't know. <laughs> it just it it just it's a bit trash, isn't it.
1: Oh, yeah. I love I love a good order and scream. There's a lot of shit on us now, scream's a good order.
2: I don't, yeah, I, can't, I don't know. You can say it's a good horror when you know exactly what's going to happen. though.
1: Yeah, but you don't because you don't know who's going to be the person that's making the phone calls and behind the mask. And you have to guess through it and it keeps you guessing. And I do love streaming. And there's a new Saw coming out in the next, to be fair, I think that's second half of the year for a new Saw, and I yeah, love the saw, saw franchise. Saw that but, advertised the other day. That's
2: another one that's been done to death as well because he's died three times. Yeah, and he's back in this one. I,
0: yeah. Big Phil, do you like your orders? Oh, I love, that, that, that's so franchise. I love it. I've seen them all. I've got the box set. Yeah, they're great, aren't they? I, I think, must
1: admit, I thought I the he, earlier ones were better.
0: They were, yeah. And he's just how he says, Do you want to play a game? Yeah, love it. And I love the saw roller coaster at Thorpe Park. And he did they did another one. He did, Gix- did one called Jigsaw as well, didn't he? Yeah, like and. Enough.
1: Spiral. That was the Spiral. last one they did. Spiral. That one was brilliant. That was Samuel great... L. Jackson and Chris Rock.
0: Yeah, that was a great film.
1: Yeah, See, I never really watched that.
2: I never got around to watching that
1: because that was good, I... real good. Got some comedy in as well. Obviously with being Chris Rock, got some good funny parts in. But yeah, really good.
2: Yeah, I think the... I can't can't remember the last properly good horror franchise that I watched. I, I enjoyed the Hostels. but they were good. Uh, yeah, they were decent. Yeah. I think they, they were just good because of what they were about and
1: mm. I like realistic ones. I don't like ones that are like so unrealistic. I don't like films that are unrealistic. But so you so like I, could, I could go on.
2: Saw so is not realistic, mate. How many no. people how many people have got someone that, that that's got, got got cancered up through their his eyeballs? <laughs> T- taking out people. And you- next you're going to tell me you loved watching Dexter because it was realistic because he was a copper that killed people. Yes. Loved Dexter. Dexter's- Dexter was brilliant to talk about season five and then it got very tedious and the new season was showing. Yeah, it
1: was. Well, when I say realistic, I mean things you can believe happening. Now, I can believe in a vigilante killer that, you know, was doing stuff like so. I can fully believe in that. I can invest in that. I can't believe in aliens coming and attacking Earth. Okay. That's what I mean by that. If it's like fancy, there was one film I watched years back, and I am aware this is turning into ailing the film reviews. Nothing to do with veil. Um, one year, oh, what was it? It was called The Ritual. Do you know if anyone watched it? The Ritual. And in yeah. a nutshell, these three lads or four lads it starts with the friends from school. And every year they go on a lads' holiday, and they're now early thirties. And one of them says, "Let's go, Magalu for." Ironapa and one of the other says look we're in his 30s now let's go um walking across the outbacks in norway or somewhere and that night he goes into the bargain booze or the equivalents the off license and it's being raided as he goes in he ends up getting killed so the other three are like right we've got to do the walk now in his memories so they get there and they end up walking through the forest and there's this like what would you call them? Like a cult that live in the forest and they kill people and sacrifice them to their god. Now I can believe in that and it was a great film and then the last five minutes and I'm giving the film away, so if you are going to watch it, skip the next couple of minutes. The last five minutes it turns out their god is this kind of off and off dinosaur-y thing and it just lost me at that point. It's like, you've just ruined a great film.
0: Did you ever watch Seven? No, I I don't think I've seen that one. That's a cracking film because I, I quite like horror films which are like based on, like like you say, like things you can believe. Yeah. And especially the ones where they've got serial killers who put like little motives in and you've got to try and piece it together. Why are they doing it? And seven, if you watch it, it's on the seven sins. And the serial killer kills seven people for seven sins that they've done. Brilliant film.
1: Yeah, that sounds up my street. That
0: does.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, sound, that does
2: sound decent. I like stuff like that.
1: Yeah. That's why. Yeah, that's it's why i Yeah,
2: that's why I enjoyed Dexter at, at first because, like, yeah. he was killing people for a reason, and you're like, yeah, you could see why he'd, he'd be he'd be offed. Yeah. And then he just got a bit, 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 bit of a lunatic, didn't he?
1: Yeah. See, last week we didn't do film review. I went see Cabin in the Woods, which is the Dave Batista new one. Oh yeah. And the acting in it and that was really good. And the film was, I can understand why people would like it but they just never kind of laced it all back together to make sense for me. <coughs> and at the end, you come out and thought, well, what was the point? Whereas if they would have give me... <coughs> I'm just dying, don't worry. If they would have give me <laughs> this was the point of it, I'd have thought, great film. But at the end, I was like, you haven't explained to me why that's happened.
2: Right, okay. So,
1: if you want... Easy, easy watch, though. No, it's quite thingy, that one is. Not cocaine right. bears yeah. an easy watch. That was a bit. Mm.
2: So without without any, without any closure, as well by the bad sounds of it. So
1: yeah. So we're nearly ten minutes in. And as you can tell, it's been a slow news week.
2: It has been a slow news week, but we we've had some fun this week, haven't we? We have. Uh... <laughs> we had the sponsors' lunch, and um, obviously Brad couldn't make it because he's no longer one of our players. Mm. So. We went with Plan B, and that was Danny Butterworth. So, Brad took his shirts with him there, bastard.
1: Yes,
2: Brad did take his shirts with him. don't know why. But, yeah, it was, good, it was a good day, wasn't it? We, we yeah. went down. We met some people that listened to the pod, which was nice. Um, I met a few people that I'd never spoken to, and they spoke to me like they knew me, and it just, like, proper throws me every time. Yeah. I forget sometimes that we do this and people actually listen to it. But and
1: we're not allowed
2: to tell everyone that 10 first team players were out injured.
1: No, Bez,
2: that wasn't what he said. He said, We're not allowed to tell people that they were, they were in the gym. Uh, not, not injured, they were, they were in the gym, the 10 of them were.
0: Did you watch? Uh, yes. Did you see a goalkeeper make a save? Yes. You're joking. No. Should
1: have, should have filmed that. no, we did. In fact, both of them made some decent saves in training, didn't you, Johnny? Yeah, it was good. I, they, it was interesting because
2: Clarky had given the staff some time off. Yeah. So it was just him. And it was just interesting to see the sort of how they went about it and the explanation from Richie, who I've got to say, Richie, top guy. Yeah, was fantastic one yeah, he's, he's really knowledgeable about the training sessions and about how it works and stuff like that. So spoke us through that it was a lighter session. That's how they start the week. It's minimal contact and then it builds up. Um. Yeah, it was just it was really good. Bez didn't Bez didn't get punched
1: in the face by Gav Massey when he saw him. Wow, oh, did, you, did you wear your t shirt? I love Jamie Proxy? No, I didn't. I should have done, but I did wear my glasses. I thought, well if. <laughs> Gav knows who I am. He's not going to hit a lad with glasses on.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, that that didn't happen, which was nice. I didn't, I, I didn't get a right foot swiped at me by Conlon, so nope. Um, that 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 was that was useful. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, and we're not allowed to talk too much about who was there, what was there, and that because obviously that's not what it's there for. The only thing I will say is Tommy and Plenty, as everyone knows, are training with the first team. Neither of them looked out of place, did they? No, and we spoke
2: to it was Planty's uncle, wasn't it? Yeah, he's he's a sponsor and he listens, and so um, met him, and he was explaining some of the stuff that Planty had gone through in the summer and um, how how he was enjoying the loan spa and whatnot. So, yeah,
1: and that I goes from Dicko's coaches, so I already know him.
2: Yeah, you already you already knew him, but yeah. yeah. So that that was nice, and we um, and I think it's safe to say we we were told we can we can say this bit we. We we saw Willow's first training session, so he's he, he may be two weeks away now. I'm
1: not sure if we were, Tom, we could say that. <laughs> <laughs> we were. I don't know if we were. We well, were. Richie, let's be honest, Richie, when he was doing his talks, as Bez, you can't say anything on the podcast, and I haven't. Yeah, so exactly. But... So <laughs> I, I was
2: good to see his first training session anyway, which was nice. But he penciling him in for the Plymouth game, then or
1: are they? Maybe, yeah. maybe. Plymouth one, I, I reckon. Tell you what, he scored some crackers as well. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, it was it was a good good day.
2: The food was nice as well. And then got got to meet Butterworth, had a nice chat with him, had a good yeah. chat with Stony beforehand, um as well. And just the players were were genuine nice guys, weren't they? And like we had my picture you, with the playoff
1: trophy. You did, didn't you? And in front of the Le, Le-, Le- United sign as well. Yeah. League building society's not League United anymore. You knew what I meant. I know. But I work there, so if I say League United, I get bollocked. Yeah, well I don't, so. I know, but if I don't create it, I'll get bollocked. Okay. So you
2: had your picture with your League Building Society. That's After the one. Heisman.
0: Yeah, that's the one. Did you pick it I'm, up? Did you pick it up? Is it he heavy out of curiosity? The
1: playoff trophy. Yeah. Um, no, mate, the bad advertising bad. board, you fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 um, no, one or two, two bad, to be fair. One of the handles was broke. I, I must have picked the other ones up then because I didn't feel the handle broke. He's got three handles on. Is it plastic or metal? Metal. Hmm. Proper jobby. Hmm. Yeah, proper jobby. Not like one you got from Sports Day. No. Yeah. But yeah, really good ones Johnny, you had a chat with Wazer about a story that George Yates always tells you.
2: Yeah, I did. Um and he, he actually co- corroborated it. So um it was just a bad story when he was a when he was a youngster at West Brom and he went um they went um, Dynamo Zagreb away on tour and um Was said he accidentally stamped on one of one of their best players and there was a bit of a kerfuffle in the tunnel and um they wanted his they wanted his blood. So yeah, it was
1: Did he say he got sent off in a friendly in the sixth minute, something like that?
2: Yeah, six minutes in a friendly and he was only a kid and he said he accidentally he accidentally stamped and raked his studs down the leg. So he, he smiled, as he said. It didn't it didn't seem like an accident.
1: You can't imagine that it was, can you? Because he's not that sort of player, generally.
2: No, it was interesting. It was one, one of them. But maybe, you know, we've all been teenagers. We've all been a bit excited. Maybe he's wanted to make an impression
1: then. Probably yeah. not the right one. No.
2: Well.
1: Yeah, cracking day. That was Tuesday. That was Tuesday.
2: And then... Wednesday was it um might have been Tuesday night actually um the her game two announcement that the fixture at the weekend is going to be um the her game two dedicated game because it's International Women's Day I think it's banging that the club's linked up with them advertising it seeing that Soph and sister Emily are at the minute the reps but they're after people obviously to get involved and join in and talk about their experiences and just try and make it a more overall welcoming place for, for women and girls in football. And I think it's it's important now. And today we've seen that Carol's announced well not well not Carol herself, but Carol's been in the video announcing that there's gonna be sanitary products in the female toilets going forward. Um which thinks really really important in this day and age and there were some neanderthals that decided that they wanted to comment on it and i just don't understand it these people have got mothers most of them have probably got kids and stuff like that and it's just it it, it confuses the life out of me why why it's a bad thing you saw the her game two post go out and straight away there was oh, when's international men's day funnily enough someone actually commented on it and give them the date which was um a good response but It was just, it's bonkers, some people
1: are. Yeah, they are. If we can make it welcoming for as many people as possible, that's what the club's all about, welcoming as many people. So this weekend, game two, If you can bring your mum, if you can bring your partner, if you can bring your daughter, if you can bring your aunt, if you can bring your nan. Bring females along and let them see that football is a game for everybody.
2: That's it. That's what it's about, and it's about getting as many people through the turnstiles as possible, regardless of gender and like sexual orientation and stuff like that. It should just be welcoming for everyone.
1: Yeah, race, you name it, anything.
2: Yeah, everything. But yeah, it's nice to see that the club are getting involved with it. So put a lot of hard work into it. So, um, really deserves this, and hopefully that there's enough people that that come get involved with it and. She doesn't face too many of the crap that you do see posted out and about. Mm. So yeah. yeah, that was Tuesday night slash Wednesday. I can't remember which day of the week that was. Um, and then also Tuesday slash Wednesday, they'll put out on socials that they're having an open day this Sunday for bike or season ticket holders. Yes, um, to show them what. The plans going forward are for the Hamill uh, to get a bit of feedback, and like, saw a couple of comments on there about people not not renewing my season ticket because you because you, it's an afterthought and stuff like that. Which fair, I get. I get. I get. Some people might be frustrated. There's some people that have sat in the stands, well, have been in the stand when it was standing. So I get. There's going to be some frustration, but. I'd urge anyone that is frustrated by it, go down, see what it's about Sunday.
0: We We haven't got a clue. Sorry, I think that's a great idea what you've done there because you'll you'll always get a percentage of people are going to moan about it because, like you say, I've been going a long time, and there are people who've been there in there literally since the stand was was in its its new format. But instead of – you're not going to please all the people all the time. So you have to take it, people have to also consider the bigger picture and not put themselves first all the time when they're in the minority. So it'll be interesting that what the club have done there. Because instead of railroading people and just like putting things sort of on social media or giving people the opportunity that way, putting the opinion forward or writing into the club or going down to the club, by having a specific date and time for it, if people are generally got a grievance regarding it, it's up to them like you just said to go down there and air those grievances and the club will then get a feel how many people are going to really really are just talking or but really really are bothered about it and by those people who are really bothered about it the club then can have communication with them to see how they, how they can make the transition for those people as easy as possible but like yeah. i said you can't please all the people all the time and i i'm i love traditional like the best person But at the end of the day, for the benefit of the club, for the benefit of moving forward, I think it's a good idea.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. And I like the fact that they've said it's not just open to everyone. It's open to the bike or season ticket holders. You're the ones being affected by this. So come down and have a chat with us. And let's be honest, it probably should have been that from the word go. But the clubs realise that now and they're saying, OK, let's talk to you. You're the ones being affected, which is the right thing to do. For me. If it was the railway paddock where I sit, I might feel differently. And I might go, I love the paddock or we sit in the paddock. I don't sit in the bike So for me, I'm very much, a, I think it's the right thing to do. The reason being, and the club have explained this once or twice, one of the main reasons for it is the flash points outside the ground with home fans and away fans crossing. If the away fans are in the buy cars and they use Dimensions car park, you can push them straight down Dimensions at full time. And before the game up from Dimensions, you haven't got Amel Road then that's contaminated with home and away fans. Whereas I know, for instance, my dad, if the away end's got 4,000 people in, or it's a big away end, he's 62, 63, you know, his back in a great. He doesn't want to be stuck on Amel Road with morons shouting abuse and fighting. So he'll leave early when it's a bigger away end. Whereas if it was just own fans on Hamill Road, it stayed till full time. So I do totally understand why. And if you can get rid of them flashpoints, how many people don't come to them games because they're worried about that. And I know it won't be the majority, it will be the minority. But if that's 20 people that don't come to a game because of Hamill Road being having 4,000 Derby fans and 4,000 Chef Wednesday fans, and Touchwood there wasn't much, if any, aggro that I remember but the opportunities there nobody remember waltz
0: yeah and at the, at the end of the day you're quite correct in what you say there because the, the club are trying to promote as they are with more females going making it accessible make, making the experience better for everybody and by keeping as it is by encouraging women more children to come more families to come as a unit and so forth it's pointless having having the situation that they've got now because th- th- those flare ups have happened since I've been going, but on massive scales. It's no use encouraging these people, these people who are coming back, these people who know been a football game, and then they turn up and they go out and they, like you say on Amble Road, you think you can see all the hooligans scuffling like right? they aren't going to come back. Yeah, so, so by am able to monitor like they can by putting the away fans in the buy-cars' end, what the club are trying to achieve. They've got more chance of achieving it. And it's a better experience then for everybody. So I do use those people in the by course to think of the bigger picture for the for the whole of the fan base and the whole of the club and for the general progression of the club. And that's why I think it's a good thing what they are trying to do what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. And G- Johnny, your commercial heads on, isn't it? Yeah, my mine
2: is. This what one thing I said to you Tuesday when we were talking about it, because obviously they they said they said that it was coming out. Like there's going to be a cost associated with the move, so there will be people going. Well, why are we bothering move Stan? Just buy a new striker with that money and stuff like that, which you can see. But I said to you, the big thing is you get a permanent fan zone there that's got cover, and you say you can get 500 of vale fans out of the crowd out of the crowd there before a game. You get a couple hundred and Tommy Tiedles as well. That's now going to be a home pub. It's got Sky Sports in there. It's got BT Sports. I don't know if it has or not, but it should have going forward. You get that. You get people that want to watch the Premier League early kickoff. Get them in there. You get people at that ground from 12 o'clock midday, three hours before kickoff. Vale are going to rake in some serious cash from that. And that's all... Only available if we make the move. The fan zone as it is now is great. It's 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 always packed out, but there's a couple hundred people at max there because of where it is. If it's right outside the ground, it's got some permanent cover, I think that's gonna cause gonna gonna make us some serious money going forward. And you've seen things of all it takes is I can't remember who it was recently, but in their fan zone they had live music, for example. So you, if you get a local local band down before kickoff, you're attracting a different sort of person that might not have come the fan zone before. You get in the summer, if you can get a, a big a big TV barbecue type thing out there, again, you're gonna attract families and stuff up and the foundation building's gonna be able to be used. And inside that foundation building there's the there's the indoor football pitch. So somewhere where the kids can go meet Boomer. Play a bit of football do a do a bit of interacting with children that one thing I really think that we don't see anymore when we when we were younger bears coming in the paddock, especially down the front, there always used to be kids play kicking a kicking a bottle or a can around or something, and you don't see that the same as much anymore, and I get that things have changed, and I get that the kids now are more interested in football, which is really good, but giving them a chance to make friends because. The people I go football with, I've met through football. And I think they're some of the best friends that you can you can have. So kids, kids should have that opportunity to make them friends and do them things. And in 20 years' time, be able to say, oh, actually, I met my mate Dave playing football for the game. And now we're in the pub together. And we've been going every home and away game since. And I think yeah. it's really important. So... That for me is is more important than reducing the flashpoints, and I get. I'm not saying that the reducing the flashpoints isn't important because I remember my uncle's girlfriend. Her first ever game was, Chef United at home the day after I got married, and it was the day that they were throwing throwing flares at us, throwing coins in, like, and it was, it was it was it was an horrible atmosphere, and it's like. That's the sort of atmosphere. That's the sort of thing that we want to we want to try and stop. And so I, I get that It's important, but I think commercially, I th- it's the commercial aspects are most important.
1: Yeah, all good points, well made.
2: But yeah, obviously the, there is going to be people in the buy cars, and if there is if there is someone that sits there and, and is is against it for whatever reason, let us know. We we are solely talking from three people that sit in the railway paddock. So there could there could be a reason why, and it could be solely down to the fact that you were told that you were moving, you weren't consulted about it before, and mm-hmm. I think, like you said, Beth, that that you got every right to be a bit titsed off about that as well. We, if you remember, when Carol went did the loyal valiance thing during the pandemic, we we slated that for how it was worded because not everyone was lucky enough to be able to afford to keep the money in. And I think we we will, we will rightly criticise when we believe something's wrong. But at this point, I can't see any negatives to the move other than I, I, I get that there's some people that have sat there all their lives and it's, it's going to be a hard change. Maybe because the person that they started going with is no longer with them and they feel connected to him. Do you know what I mean? There's, there is going to be things like that that you think, well, actually, maybe the, the ex person went with the dad and the dad's no longer with them. And that's how, that's how they feel most connected. <laughs> but hopefully, being at Vale Park will give them that same connection. I get it's not the exact same seat, but there, there, there is an there is argument for change.
1: Yeah. And yeah. progression. And, you know, my brother's already said him, my nephew, and all their group of mates will switch to that end next season. Yeah, and I think I think the other thing is like I asked at the supporters
2: club, Matt Hancock, Kong answered the question, um, and said that they are going to look into some how 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 they arrange it properly because the last thing you want is somebody that's an older person that's sat in the by cars and needs to sit down, chooses to sit behind the goal, and then everybody comes and that's where they want to stand, and then it ruins someone's match day experience. So I think, I, think, I think we have got to be considerate about how we do it. Um, but it would help the atmosphere if we did some form of singing section or just just, just give us something to, to, just to say, like, look, note, note to all people that are going in there, if, you sit, if you're in this section, it's going to be a bit louder. It's going to be a bit, bit more raucous. It's probably going to be standing. Just so you, can, you don't have them flashpoints between fans as well because you, want, you don't want want home fans arguing between each other because someone needs to or wants to sit down.
1: No, I'm with you. And when you said some sort of singing section, I thought we got a new section for the podcast then. I thought you are going break into karaoke. No, nah, not me, mate. I don't do karaoke. Never mind.
2: Nah. Never mind.
0: I'll leave that to you. You're the I'll one do my best. Is you go your go-to song now, Belinda Carlisle, best? Do you know it isn't, but it should be.
1: <laughs> should be. I should go for that. No, my go-to for karaoke would be. I just can't help believing Elvis. There we go. That, that's that. or Uncle Cracker. Follow me. Quite like that one. But yeah. But moving on. Johnny, you're running ten k in just over a month's time. How would you feel?
2: I've just, I've, I've just, just had a. Cookie. Oh, that well. Yeah, I'm building up my energy levels
0: from doing.
1: Is that what it says, Big Phil? Are you coming the crew 10k?
0: Well, th- th- this is breaking news. This is. I'm. I'm
1: tasked to bump you live on air.
0: Yeah, if you're breaking news, this is sort of thing. Big Phil's in training. Oh yeah. Big Phil's in training. He's been in training now for just over a month. And he's going to rock up on the day and see how it goes. Yeah.
1: That's what we like to hear. Well, I've signed, officially signed up now. So I've put on the Aile and Vale Facebook page tonight the link to avtimings.com crew 10k, 20 pound entry. When you enter, put into the code AAV. You get 0% off, but then he knows you signed up from the Aile and Vale. So if you put in the code AAV yeah. and he knows you've signed up from ale and veil, turn up and veil shirts, we're going to turn crew black and white. Oh, and I've do. also set up today for everybody that's doing it a fundraising page. So the fundraising page is to raise funds and I've chat with Kirst, who is on the John Rudd Statue Committee. We'll be raising funds that all funds raised will go to the John Rudge statue. Brilliant, that. So we get what, Johnny? About a 1,000 listeners? Yeah, about that, roughly. About a 1,000 listeners now, roughly. If every listener can donate a pound, and I get when the cost of living, times are hard, if you can't afford, don't worry. You don't
0: have to. But if and you
1: enjoy this... listening, donate it a pound.
0: And at 52 years of age, if anybody thinks when they're watching me, that like some runners that run with like them backpacks on with the weights on that isn't it's a defibrillator so if anybody has trained as i am running it is a defibrillator just in case
1: there we go defibs on route but yeah a thousand listeners if you can donate a pound each that's a thousand pounds towards the rudge statue. if you enjoy listening please donate a pound if you don't enjoy listening donate a tenny
2: how's that (laughs) There you go. I, th- I think that's perfect. And we've also railroaded Steve um, into putting a coach on for everyone from Vale, vale Park. So we did that signs... last week. Yeah. So any, anyone that signs up, Fiverr for the coach. Um, yeah. Gets you gets you there and back from from Vale Park. You don't have to be running if you're if you're bringing someone with you that obviously wants to come and spectate and help out or whatever, just cheer us on. But Five, five per person will um, let you know, obviously, how, how we're going about it and stuff like that. Probably on next week's preview. Yes.
1: Well, between uh, now and next week, if you are interested in a coach, contact either me or Johnny or the Ale and Veil page on Facebook or Twitter just so we can get a rough idea if there's numbers for coaches. Because if there's only five or ten, then we probably won't do a coach. If there's no. enough to fill a coach, Steve has kindly said he'll do a coach free of charge. So if you are coming on the coach, we're going to ask for a five, which we'll ask you to put on the sponsorship page. Once we know we're having one, so don't do it yet. And then that will all go to the Rudger statue as well, as Steve has very kindly donated a coach.
0: Is that, going a from a the coach. Ground? is that going from the ground?
1: We hope so. We will speak to Vale just make sure they're OK, but I can't see and I'm speaking for Valia, I can't see why they wouldn't let us just park there and pick up from the ground. Yeah.
2: yeah. If, if not, it's, it's it's going from the road
1: outside the ground. Probably, yeah. probably. Basically, yeah. Basically. Yeah. But yeah, if you don't feel as though you can run and there'll be people that don't, come along and support. You can get on the coach if there's room or just have a day out in crew. I know there's better places go for a day out, but hey, oh, it's crew, isn't it? Have a day out in crew. You where sound- you holiday. I know I did not I but wear your veil shirts on course and you can give us a shout as we're running our veil shirts, you can be on the side in your veil shirt but yeah, really hoping I've set the GoFundMe up today so we'll release that when the pod comes out I put a target of £500 I'd love it if we could get to four figures and get a £1,000 towards the statue statue's costing 100000 if we can knock 1% of it off with a run where we all get fit have a laugh and we turn crew black and white. What sounds better than that? I
2: can think of a lot of things that sound better than that. But
1: that's because you're running it.
2: Yeah, you bullied me into running it. So Yes. But yeah, oh. really looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be good, shouldn't it? it should, should be should be fun. We'll we'll look look forward to meeting some new 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 people. Some. Seen some old faces. I know that you did the run last time, Bez, so a couple of people have said that they were doing it. And um,
1: no, Big whatnot. Phil said he's 52, but he's facing a that old. That's nasty. I
0: had an easy paper round. That's what he is. <laughs> Mustard up. Mustard up. Yeah. But yeah, really
1: looking forward to it.
2: Indeed. Indeed. Um, well, yeah, I, think that, I think that's the end of this week's this week's news. Yeah. So, Onto the onto the main event Saturday. MK Don's at home. The big one. What are your thoughts? And we got
1: to do the obligatory ale and fail. Moisa. We always talk Moisa up.
2: That, that's, what, that's what I'm thinking. What are your thoughts, Moisa?
1: Always. Was it Mo or his brother that was at Scunthorpe and scored the scream against us? It was Mo wanted. It? it was yeah.
0: Mo. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, scored that screamer where we battered ball for 90 minutes. The only shot they had on target. Yeah, it came from a veil corner. Yeah. Goalie caught it, threw it out. Was that
0: COVID? No. 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 Lost one. No, it was before then. Was it before? Yeah.
1: (coughs) I just remember him, the goalie. Yeah, I seem to remember being in the ground. And the goalie threw it out to Mo on the halfway line he just ran to the edge of the box and smashed it in the top corner.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was down by Carl's end when he hit it, wasn't it? It was?
1: Yes, it was. Yeah, down by Carl's end, yeah. Yeah, and he re- was over on the far side in front of the paddock. Yeah. That's what makes me think it was on tally because I'm saying far side in front of the paddock rather than in front of me. Maybe it was COVID season.
0: Oh, Don't yeah. I it was, you know.
1: once I can't remember. I just remember him doing it.
2: What Vale, Scunthorpe, here we go.
1: Oh. Finish 1-0, Moisa scored. But yeah, I looked at MK Don's side because they played Tuesday, obviously, and we had a week off. They got a draw away at Lincoln, one all. And you look at some of the players they've got, and they shouldn't be in the bottom four. Glad they are. Hope they go down. Anti-football, you should never buy a club and move it away from its heritage and where it's from. I think so, you So, franchise FC.
2: Um... Twentieth of November it was. Twenty twenty twenty.
1: Yeah. Twenty twenty. Yeah. was what? So it was
2: COVID, was it twenty twenty? Mm I don't know. I'm I'm still I'm trying I'm trying trying to work it out still. So there you go. 18th of November. Here we go. Bear with me. Let me let me load the highlights. The ground looks empty, but that could just because it's Gunthorpe. I hope it's not
1: Cocaine Bear with you.
2: No, 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 not him. He's, he's in the shed. Having a nap. He's going to come down.
1: <laughs> Tuesday 17th of November, 7pm kickoff. Yeah, it was COVID season. COVID season. That's why I'm saying far side then in front of the paddock. Yeah. I want to talk thought that. No. Uh,
2: yeah, Keeper keep thunt throws it out. Manny, yeah. L- Manny looks like he's towing a caravan.
1: You leave my Manny alone. Well he does it, he gets turned inside out and then You leave Manny alone. Issa fires one in. You leave Manny alone. want to know
2: something interesting then. No. Because you're getting no. like Manny off. I'm not. John
1: John did eleven from that day. Oh, let's guess. Let's guess between his big fellas. John has got it in front of me. Eleven from that day. In goal, who are you game for? No. In goal that day. That had been before Covalan was signed, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Promotion. it's got to be it's Brown, on it? It's got to be Brown. It's got Brown.
2: It is. It's got Brown, yeah. Uh, we, played, we played a 4-3-3 because John Askey was in charge. Oh,
1: John Askey's in charge, right. So, yep. right back. back that day, who was right back under Askey? The... Christ, you're testing me now, Johnny. Shall I give you a clue? Big Phil, can you think right back? I can think of it. Was our was Adam Crooks on the left-hand side? Adam Crooks was left back, yes. Adam Crooks, fastest player at the club. Yeah. Right back though, Leggy had been sent it off.
2: Yeah, Leggy a centre back. They're still not right back though. With Smudgey. Yeah, smudgy. You're still procrastinating.
1: Where's this right back? Where's this right back? Right back. Right back. Callum Evans. No, he, he was on one of. I think he was
2: only second of three loan spells at this point.
1: Oh, not too- my mate Mitch. Yeah, it, was Mitch it was. was your mate Mitch. Oh, Mitchell Clark. I yeah. do have him back. Love Mitchell Then Clark, midfield, Josie Old. No, Josie didn't play. Comlan. She didn't play. He must have been didn't You think
2: Conlon. No, Con- Conlon was in the midfield, but it, I don't think I don't think he was the holder of the three at the point. Conlon. was Scotty Burgess on in midfield. Scotty Burgess was, and then you know the other one because I told you he was towing a caravan. He told you me leave
1: to. my money alone. Yeah. So and well, then, front, front three's got to be a move. Yeah, Big Dave. Popey. Big Dave. No, it wasn't Popey. It's was Popey out of favour, are you?
2: Um, he you? Popey was on the bench, so more than likely. Yeah,
1: Popey out of favour. Oh, no, couldn't have been Theo, could it? No. No, he'd have come after, wouldn't he?
2: Yeah, he'd come later on.
1: Yeah, it was keeping Popey outside. Guthrie was later on, so it won around. Warrell, yeah. Warrell playing. Warrell's was on the left of the three. Warrell left, Amu right. Who's through the middle then? Who was playing then when you got Popey?
2: I think at the time, he may have scored three in his first three or something like that, and we all thought we'd got the goal scorer that that it's, there had been at Blackpool when he scored goals. Blackpool, Blackpool, Blackpool.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's gone.
0: No, I can't
1: get that Very wow. injury prone. Well, it could be any Vale player.
2: Well, yeah, but very injury prone as a striker.
1: Willow? No, no. Willow wasn't I know it That's wasn't Matt. Willow, I'm joking. Blackpool. Blackpool. Yeah. Striker.
2: He's he's very northern. I I think he's it's he's
1: oh, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Go on. Cullen.
2: Yeah, Mark yeah. Cullen.
1: Mark Cullen. The bench
2: for the day. This this is an interesting one.
1: Just read that. I'm not guessing them. Yeah.
2: Pokey, Monty, Brisley, Rodney, McCurdy, Fitzpatrick and Dino Visser.
1: Wow. So the bench is actually stronger than most of that first team. Yeah. So the only players still here, Smithy and it? Conlon as well. Oh, Conlon, Yeah.
2: Yeah, so three of that squad is still here. And that was what, 2020? 2020, November 2020. November. So, yeah. so it's... it's so nearly bad. two and a half years ago now.
1: Yeah, two
0: and a half years ago. Yeah. Bloody hell.
2: Well, was, there you yeah.
0: go. Mr. McKinley, just on another note, Mr. McKinley isn't ripping Scotland up, is he? Has anybody noticed? No, he isn't. He has not Yes. Although... Uh, <laughs>
1: That podcast needed, I thought he come across quite well, McEady. I will say, he did. Yeah, I know he's an arsehole, but he did come across well on that podcast. And when you listen to him, you can see his point of view on some things.
2: Yeah, some some things. And the one one thing we said we'd agree agree with him on is is what he did to Benjamin Speedy. So yes, yes, you can so, see you can see why he got that angry.
1: Don't get me started on him again. <laughs> it's all right. So we've got Darren Handley. So, we've had a couple of good refs last few weeks so fingers
0: crossed
1: fingers crossed yeah
0: right MK Don's then well like you you said earlier they're sort of like funny side they are for me their own Mm. record their own record is worst in the division you've got you have got two wins at home guess who one of them was against against us and the other ones against Forest Green that's the only two sides you've beaten at home you've got four draws and they've got 11 defeats. Their, their away record is the 11th best in the division. they got six wins. They beat Morecambe 4 0 at Morecambe, Oxford 2 1, Charlton 2 0, Portsmouth 2 0, Forest Green done the double over them 2 1, and Bristol Rovers 2 0. They've got two draws, Cheltenham no goals, Lincoln won each. Well, everybody draws at Lincoln, so we don't count that one. Yeah. They've got nine, nine defeats. They've lost at Cambridge one nil, Ipswich three nil, Exeter one nil, Shrewsbury two one, Barnsley three one, Peterborough two nil, Plymouth three one, Bolton five nil, Shrewsbury two one.
1: Yeah, and I've got to say I wouldn't lose any slip over MK Dons being relegated. No on no. the club. Yeah. Proper, proper franchise FC. Yeah, but you look at their side that played on Tuesday. Bradley Johnson, who scored both goals down their place against us. He was, was so He was on the bench, yeah. So, he I can't... wonder whether they're saving him. Didn't he come on last minute or something like that? Yeah, he did. Right. He yeah, and... w- Will Grigg was on the bench as well. Yes, that was the other one, Will Grigg on the bench. Yeah, because... he started up front, it says. Yeah, according to Sky East, right from... but you look at their start eleven. Moisa, good player. Just yeah. McCarron come through Chelsea's ranks there, captain, decent yeah. player. Sully Kaikai, always rated him.
0: Yeah, he was at Palace, Brentford, Charlton, Blackpool, Wickham. He's yeah. been a, done the rounds a little bit, hasn't he? Blackpool, he was good. You've got Jonathan Lecko. Ex-West Brom, Birmingham.
1: Yeah. yeah, good player. You then go, Zach Jules, who was shite for us and somehow has gone on to have a good career. I was looking at him. He's had 12 clubs he has, you know. Wow.
2: They paid money for him as well, didn't they, MK, for him? Yeah. What's it in the, oh, hundreds the thousands?
1: Yeah, it was yeah. In the clock. was he... about 350 grand, if I remember right.
2: Well, he was. it was him, him in the striker, wasn't it, That um, clock he was fuming about, because yeah. he, he didn't get the funds from either of them to, to sign a replacement.
1: Yeah. And I've got to say, whenever he's played against Bale since he left, he's always done decent. Yeah. The only,
0: and the only... they've got only well, made two appearances for us, you know. Either he, he was,
1: he was, yeah. he was dying. I mean, he was a young lad, so maybe he got overawed. Maybe the pitch didn't help him. Wouldn't be a valid podcast if we didn't say something about the pitch.
2: I did say, yeah. Well, yeah. They, and they've got thingy. Do you know their centre midfielder, Paris Magoma? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember Jacks Magoma that used to play for Burton? I do. Yeah. It's his brother. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So there we go. They've got a good side, haven't they? They shouldn't be where they are, but no, they shouldn't. Just, there must be a reason for it.
1: Yeah, and hopefully we can find that reason. Take some, take some doing with that side, because you'll have no games, don't it? Yeah, it <laughs> <Yeah>. does. <laughs> Probably doesn't count when you're playing in a solar stadium with no fans. No. yeah, but I don't
2: know. That that can only go so far for me. I think like. When you've got that team, you've got to be asking yourself questions, aren't you, about what's wrong? I'll
0: tell you what's amazing about that club as well. The only one thing that is amazing is they've got that Dean Lewington there. He's yes. played played over 800 games for him. And he he played originally for the original Wimbledon. He's out yeah. injured at the moment. Is but he? I, think, I wondered yeah. where he was. Yeah, he's out injured at the moment. But he's getting on for, I think he's 39 now. He's got the be anti Because, like I say,
1: he played for the original Wimbledon. Yeah. In fact, he's even had a spell as caretaker then, hasn't caretaker manager?
2: Yeah, he's been there years, hasn't he?
1: It?
0: 38. He'll
1: yes. be 39
0: in May. Yeah. Well, to you. Well, yeah, that'll, that'll
2: do us a favour for his now. He always has a good game against us. Yeah, he does. But, yeah, I think, like, it's, it's one of them awkward ones, isn't it? Football was played on paper. You'd think that they've got the better side. Mm-hmm. But it's played on grass, and there's a reason that they're third bottom, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. third bottom 31 points at 30 points. Sorry, From
0: 34,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, they've played the, the joint most games in that in the bottom, all the way up to Oxford in 17th, to be fair. So they're not damn they to help themselves, but. Go on then, let's go. Starting eleven, knowing what you know now. What's what starting eleven, what, Phil? What do we know? What do we know? Well, I'm asking Big Phil. Right.
1: What what
0: you know? Well, oh. he knows. That, he knows that Willow kicked the ball a little bit at goal. Tell you inside information. This isn't it. Oh, can't well, believe I'm, you've released on the pod, Johnny. I've been it's thinking about time. this. I've three been, times. I've been thinking about this, and I've been thinking about Saturday, and. What we what we what we need to do, and and Clark is very good at coming out and saying sort of every every game's a project and bloody bloody, and I like that. And if if I was if I was a manager, this is what I'd do for this is what I'd do for Saturday. I reckon if we pick the correct team for the game, along longer tactically putting in place a plan to negate their strengths, and if we impose ours. I'm confident Saturday. I'm confident we can win comfortably. And what I think is, yeah, we're bringing up the pitch again. I think the pitch is a massive factor in our favour on Saturday. And reason being, they pay, they love to play that possession, passing, boring game, back and forth, back and forth through 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 the thirds, bloody blah, bloody blah, blah. And that that that's what they do. They ain't going to be able to do it on that pitch. They ain't got a they ain't got a proud in it on that pitch. And I don't think they've got another way of playing. So I think that pitch, if we use that pitch for our advantage, it'll massively play into our favour. And given who we're playing, coupled with state of the pitch, how we how we need to do it, in my opinion, is we need to build play up as high as possible. As high as possible. I don't I don't want to see on Saturday, I don't I don't want to see Stoney kicking it out. To, Smithy, Smithy then passing it to Forrester. Forrester then giving it back to Smithy, then giving it to Donnelly. Then Donnelly passing it down the line and losing possession. One, that ain't going to get us anywhere. It's going to be one of them games then when it's going to come down to attrition and it's going to be a mistake. If, if we're going to impose ourselves on that game, we say to Alice Harrison, right, this role revolves around you. And we say to, say to all, all, that, all that back three, right, we're going to play high line. When we get that ball, we get it into him and we make sure he, he knows he's got to be as strong as possible. All that ball up, stick his backside into that defender, all that ball up, bring the midfield in and more importantly, bring them wing backs in. If we get that ball out to them wing backs on a regular, consistent basis and we just get cross after cross in that area, I guarantee you Matty Taylor will score on Saturday. We have to play to our strength. Matty Taylor will score on Saturday. And so, for me, the team that I'd pick, I'd have Stone in goal. I'd have Forrester, Smith and Donnelly as the back three. I'd have Worrell on the right. The Marmite man, Benning. I'd have to play Benning due to the fact I, I agree with what, what's been said previously. I think we've got to get behind him now. The Sammy Robbie's an experiment hadn't worked. Hes He's it and Miss Benny but he's one of them that he'll, he'll go through he's, as he's done before, he'll go through them bad patches, and then when he comes out the other side, he thinks, "Well, where have you been?" And then he'll have a good run at it. so i I think we should we, we should persevere with him now, given the options, limited options that we've got. I'll put Pet. I thought I've been impressed with pet recently. i think I think sort of like he he's an intelligent footballer, and he's proved that at this level. I'd sit him just in front of that. In front of that back three, breaking the play up, keep keep the ball moving at a pace that Conlon can't do, who takes too many touches, rubbish. I'd have Ojo, then just 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 a bit more forward than that. Then I'd have Garrity ratting around uh, behind Taylor and Harrison. And the crux of the matter is we need to instead of trying to play this football that we try and do on that pitch, get that ball up to Harrison as quick as possible, get him holding it up. And when we do lose possession, we want to try and be intelligent at getting it back and pressing as soon as possible. And we want to try and play as much of that game in that last third of their of their pitch. If we achieve that, I can't see anything else but a comfortable victory. If we go down any other route, anything can happen. And that's my opinion. Yeah,
1: I got the same eleven. Benning's back in. Gavin Massey. Cannot play after last Saturday. He's injured. He's got to be injured. So we cannot play. I agree. I think Matty Taylor's coming good this week. I think Taylor gets on the score sheet. And yeah, Benning's... We've got to go Benning. I think Benning has now got to play himself back into form because we've tried every other option, unless Johnny's going to throw Conlon at left back this week.
2: Yeah, like <laughs> I, I say, the... the... The Conlon the idea is just because I like the fact that he's decent with the ball and it gives him the time and the space to do things that he, he, he's not doing in midfield at the minute. But
1: must have uh, made you got a lot more support on social than I expected with that one.
2: I did. It's
1: a good I idea. It's not... <clears throat> and as I said to you Tuesday, I slept on it and thought, actually... To get us through to the end, of, do I want Tom Conlon as left wing back on the first game of next season? Absolutely not. And I think you said the same. Yeah, I did. To get us through the end of the season, if Benning cannot play himself back into form, I thought about it. Conlon has got an engine on him and he'll get back and forth all day long for you. He's got good fitness. He likes to tackle. He'll get stuck in. And he's on his left foot. As long as he doesn't take too many touches, it could be a stopgap get us to the end of the season. However, I'd still go with Benning on Saturday. Yeah, I think I think I'd 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 go
2: I'd go with the same eleven as, as you pair. Um there's there's no real there's no 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 real need to change it. Um there's no there's no flexibility in the positions where we probably need to change it. Um, yeah, I'm happy. I think, like, look, we've set a bar at Bolton. Um, It's fine playing like that against Bolton, but you've got to go and do it the next game at home now, haven't you? So we've we've set that bar. We've, We've got to go and match it again. We've got to hope that the players turn up as they did. If they do, they'll get the support. The ground looks like it's selling out nicely. Um, and I know that there's going to be people going, oh, there's loads of spaces here, there, and everywhere because of the junior valiant side of it. I get it, but it's selling out to capacity in terms of what they can do. If people aren't releasing the tickets, then the club, the club can't, can't double
1: sell them. Well, Easy yeah. idea on Saturday, big game for me Saturday because we've been playing well last couple of weeks. If we win Saturday, that pulls us completely away, and then the last, last 11 games, uh, pressure's off. And I'm not saying we're under pressure now, because I still think we're enough, but if we went and lost the remaining 12, yes, we're still in trouble. I yep. don't for one see us going and losing the remaining 12. But the sooner we can get the points on the board, the better. So Saturday's a big game, because it's a side in the bottom four. If we pick up that win and get 12 points clear, that's a big gap. Bring your little ones along. Your two games Tuesday. If you've got a little one with a junior valiant ticket and they're old enough to come along, I get that there is some, you know, Johnny George probably isn't old enough to appreciate it yet and there's some that will have tickets that aren't old enough to appreciate it. If they old enough, bring them along. They've been naughty this week. Force them down the veil. <laughs> get them
0: down. I had a look, I, what you just said there, Bezzy, I, I, had a, I had a look at this regarding points and so forth and where we're at. And over the last 10 years in our division, I had a look at uh, the teams who've gone down in fourth place and what points they got. And so I ignored the COVID season because obviously yeah. it was it was, it was null and void Well, not null and void but it, it was stopped halfway game. Yeah. And so I looked at the past 10 years and you got sort of 2011 and 12. Wickham went down the fourth as the fourth team with 43. 13-14, Trammeer, 48. 14-15, Notts County, 50. Doncaster following season 46. We were the ones who were fourth. 16-17 with 49 when we went down. You've got Oldham, 17, 18, 50, 18, 19, Plymouth, 50. 21, 2021, Rochdale, 47. And the anomaly, really, which is like the lowest it's been, was 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 last season, which was Gillingham forty. Forty last year, yeah. I so, think this year 45, forty five, forty six. Either. So I looked at it. I thought, realistic. So realistically, if you look at that ten year, ten year period, if we get eleven points out of the twelve games, that's the maximum we need, given what everybody else has got. Hmm. So I had a look at the games we got left, and. Big Phil's bingo, shall we say. I got us down for four wins. Milton Keynes, Saturday. Burton at home. Cambridge at home. Bristol Rovers at home. I've got us down for four draws. Fleetwood away. Accrington away. Oxford at home, because we have got no Taylor, because he won't be able to play. Yeah. And everybody draws at Lincoln, so I've got us down for a draw. Yeah, they do. And I've got us down for four losses. Portsmouth away. Ipswich away. Charlton away. And Plymouth at home, mm. and so if you had the points up there, we got 16 points, and so I think we'll get 56 points at the end of the season, which will be far and away enough. Yeah, at the start of the year we snapped your hand off for 56, weren't we? Yeah, and I think it's important. I think the th- thing that what, what people have got to understand is sort of if you, if you look out, looking back on it last season, I just want steady progression of the of the club. I don't want nothing spectacular. So if you go spectacular, you've got, you got teams in the past that sort of uh, through the history boots. they've gone 4-3-2-1, straight up. Swansea did it once. Then they had one season and they end up coming down. And sort of like, you've got teams like that. Never works. You want steady progression at a club. You've got and teams like Yeovil.
1: Yeah. Now and, playing
0: non-league, went up to the championship, now playing non-league. Doesn't work. It's far better to, to, to build a foundation and build on that foundation. And, and getting that promotion last season, it was massive, really, because if you look at it with hindsight now, the number of players in that squad that would have left, you would have needed a total rebuild. The only reason some of the better players have stayed is because we have 12-month options on them, should we get promoted, so we've been able to take that up. So getting that promotion has been really the foundation for the progression of the club, because if we hadn't got it, it's a total rebuild again. We don't know where we're going. we go, and we don't know how long it's going to take. So. Having that promotion has given that foundation. Then if you look at this season, for me, it's all about just staying up. Because if you look at the contract situation with the players, the coaching squad have had 12 months to assess them players to see which ones are good enough for League 1s, which ones aren't. Because it's fortunate at the end of this season, there's 15 of them players that are out of contract. So it's an easier job this season if we stay in this league for progression to continue, because he can offer players then to the ones that he thinks that have have made the step up, the ones that haven't that he says have got a ceiling to him that ain't going to be good enough, he can get rid of them off the budget, and he can look at replacing them with League One standard players. And so, I I think sort of as we are at the moment, I don't, I I don't give I don't give a care in the world if we come fifth and bottom, right on fifty one points. That is progression, because then next season, he's got a a chance to revamp the squad. He's had a good look who can come in, who's been able to make that step forward, and who hasn't. And so, for me, I'm as happy as Larry is what we're at at the moment. And if somebody had said to me, how about this then, right? If somebody had said to me, I was thinking about this the other day. If somebody had said to me at the start of the season, right? He'd have said, after 34 games, this is what will have happened to Port Vale. He was said the opening game of the season, right? You're going to start with your starting lineup with a 17-year-old youth player playing up front who wasn't even a striker. And I think, crikey, whew, that's going to be a bit rough, then. Then you, know, this bloke, also says after 34 games, one main striker, i.e. Jamie Proctor, he'll only will have started five games and scored one goal. And I'm thinking, panic stations are setting in now. Thinking, Christ, where are we going to be after 34 games? And then somebody also says, after 34 games, the best player in our squad and the tallies man, James Wilson, he will have only started 11 games and scored four goals. Hmm. And I'll be thinking, oh, my God, Ooh, this, this is going horribly wrong this season. And then to top it all, somebody says, in the January transfer window, defensively, what are we going to do? given that we're going to, i tell you what, we're going, to, we're going to get rid of Brad Walker and we're going to get rid of Connor Hall and we're going to replace him with a 19 year old kid on loan, who's got no football league experience. And he thinks, this, this is going terribly wrong, this is. And then to top it all, the last, last but not least, you'll have two goalkeepers. You'll be more like the Truffle brothers than pretending to be professional goalkeepers. They'll, they'll be terrible. And so then that person will say, right, 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 Big Phil, what do you think? After 34 games, I've given you them I'm stats there. Where do you think you're going to be? And I'd be thinking to myself, after seeing that and hearing that, if we aren't bottom of the league, it's going to be a miracle. And so that person says, well, miracles do happen. After 34 games, you're going to have 40 points. And you're going to be in the league position where you're now 16th. I, I wouldn't have believed it. Mm. So, for me, given everything and giving having a little bit of foresight where the club's been, where the club's going, I'm as happy as Larry.
1: Yeah, we're definitely, definitely overachieving. Definitely. But let's get on to first goal scorer and timing from ABTiming.com. Obviously, we've spoke about AB timing earlier. Crew 10k, get yourself signed up, but somewhat else as well. Go over to ABTiming.com and there's an offer until the 5th of March. 23 so you've got a few days gold events are offering a discount of five pounds to the Park parkour five so it's a five mile run around parkour for those listening that like a run the Park parkour five is a brand new five mile trail trail race around the former gravel quarry in stoke-on-trent the event will be the first local evening race of the year and a warm-up for the spring treble and summer series that's for your serious runners all finishers will receive a gold events buff type snood and results printed out. Um, if you complete, there's a set of races that you can do throughout the year. So have a look on abtiming.com for them. Um, but get yourselves over. It's the parkour5 and put in the discount code FEBOFFIC. And you'll get £5 off that. So, Big Phil, first goal scorer and time off.
0: Taylor, 20 minutes. He'll score twice. Harrison will get the other one and
2: we'll win 3-1. 3-1. Johnny? Um, <coughs> it's the day for him. He's going to step up and be, be the man. It's ben Garrity and it's nine, nine minutes and it's going to be a 4-0 win.
1: 4-0. Oof. I'm going. I'm also going Matty Taylor because I think it, the way he's playing he's going to get a goal sooner or later. I think Garrity will also get on the score sheet. And I think we will win two now, Taylor and Garrity.
2: Probably. We were all very positive, which we weren't at Bolton. No. So.
1: I think I was more positive than you and Steve at Bolton. I think I said we'd only lose three now. Yeah, you did. I thought we were going to get twatted. But yeah. But we didn't. We didn't. It was nice. We but yeah, did. I think we're there. That's it. We're done. Yeah. Get yourselves down to Johnny's Bar, either Friday night or Saturday before kick-off. Get yourselves in um, for the best pint in Booslum. If it's cold, they've got out, I think, for a cooler weekend in front of his nice roaring fire.
2: Well, they predicted there might be snow and Stoke this, this weekend.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh. i tell you where there was snow. Where? Cocaine bar and he snorted the lot of it.
0: <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> bloody Nora. <laughs> <laughs> Oh terrible. Was he a white bear out of curiosity?
1: No, he wasn't. Mm. It was a big black bear. This, this, this is the
2: time when we need to put the disclaimer out, kids don't do drugs. Yeah. Because we know because well, we, we know Steve Steve's lad listens and um he's already got in trouble this this, this season for things that he things that he shouldn't be doing. So last last thing we need is going, well Bez has said, after watching Fake Taxi. Um, I should I should go and go go, go and see the cocaine bear. So cocaine don't do drugs
1: for you. Boys and girls, believe me, drugs are bad.
2: Oh. Always
1: one. It's, M- it's M- always M-, M song. That one, isn't it? I'm not even M- 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 fan. No, there you go. Look at you sh- sh- showing your
2: musical um, variety. Variety. Yeah, I couldn't think of the word I was after. Variety. variety.
1: And if you don't believe me, ask you, dude. <laughs> okay. Yeah. On that note,
2: we're we'll, we're gonna we're gonna leave him because he's gonna start breaking out into other songs, and no one needs that in the Life. Um, I think
1: it's the fumes from this paint.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. So something's going on. Something's going on in that 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 head of yours, and yeah. Sam, so, you go get yourself off to bed, mate.
1: It's it's getting that time and it's past nine o'clock.
2: Yes, you, you're turning into you're turning into a pumpkin.
1: Yeah, who's winning? Who's winning on darts? Who's you... Van and, they... and Aspinall are on the first semi-final
0: now.
1: Some people might not have watched it and are listening to the pod going to work. It'll have finished by the time they listen to the pod.
2: Yeah, but they might not. They might be working now, and they might have it recorded and then watch it when they get back from work tomorrow
1: because they work yeah. night. Have you thought you, about this. You can't. Do live sports recorded? It's either live or you don't watch it.
0: Yeah, they'll be watching UK Open tomorrow, Bez, won't they? You want to be? Watching yeah, it. yeah. Proper. You can watch
1: highlights of sports that's already played, but you can't watch some a live event recorded. Why? Because it just doesn't have the same excitement, even if you've managed to avoid the scores.
0: It's, it's not... too, tem- too tempting then. To keep forward fasting isn't it. Just keep. Yeah. Especially yeah. when
1: Van Gaal giving it the big gun, like a right prick yeah well
2: we're just shit chatting now and we're just stopping you in bed aren't we so
1: yeah you normally do that at this stage I
2: know I like it it's fun well yeah
1: let's get gone We'll be back Saturday after the game eight o'clockish we'll, yeah, we'll
2: be yes yeah Saturday after the game um yeah we'll be back we'll hopefully be all in a positive jovial mood. we will have enjoyed the game there seems like there's some nice stuff in the
1: fan zone so get yourself over. On official veil, if I have summit from fan zone, no taking photos,
2: <laughs> or take some more photos because it's bloody brilliant.
1: But yeah, ten k I have. You got ten? Yes, yeah, so think not we having an hot dog? No, I won't. It's because I've gone yeah. the pub first. Well, that that's not training, is it? I know. I shouldn't be in the pub first this time. I should be going for a run first. Right. That, well, that's more like it. That's more like it.
2: yeah, yeah. There we go, let's enjoy Main part about it Like we always say, enjoy yourself Have a good Friday And have an ale, and up the veil So, it's full time from the pod And we've just lost again And now it's time for a treat What are you looking for, Bez?
1: Well, I'm looking at who's cost us today Was it the ref, was it the players But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up Get yourselves to McDonald's Get yourself a big mac tonight and enjoy it through the app johnny
2: yeah there we go so make delivery on on the app it's at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com for more details and don't forget have an ale and up the veil hi